Well, <clears throat> if you don't know by the title, restrictions are coming back in Alberta tomorrow. Now, they're not the same level of restrictions, of course. They probably don't want the fight of trying to limit numbers. But they've done a great job of setting the tone to guilt you into compliance or uh, whatever their tactic is going to be as it, as it keeps escalating. So if you don't know, masks are going to be enforced tomorrow um, across the province of Alberta. Um, your wet cotton mask will now be your first line of defense again. Um, the Alberta government has made many statements that I believe to be untrue. First and foremost, I, I really do have a tough time believing that the majority of people in the ICU or that are testing positive in general are those um, that are of the un-inoculated, uh, let's say, or those who refuse to disclose their medical information. I'm no longer going to say that anyone is unvaccinated. They are refusing to disclose medical information. So make sure you guys, from now on, the way we talk, the way you word things is, I refuse to disclose. I am not an unvaccinated person. I, what is happening here? Ah, I... Refuse to disclose my personal medical information. That's what it is. Say hello in the chat, whatever you want to do. Uh, today is a weird day. I see that there are people involved already watching, so like and share. Get the message out. I am not going to go through the whole Alberta video because it was long, and they said a lot of the same things over again, and I don't want to subject everyone to that. But my friend Tammy... Over at We The Free made a quick hit list we can go through. And I'm not even going to screen share that with you. I'm just going to go over. So let's go through this list really quick. And if you want, you can go follow We The Free Red Deer as well. So masks in indoor. Masks in indoor spaces are back at 8 a.m. tomorrow. Liquor sales everywhere must be stopped by 10 p.m. Because, of course, alcohol stops, uh, <clears throat> alcohol at 10 stops the, the Delta variant. The unvaxxed have been requested to limit indoor social gatherings to close contacts, limit two families up to 10 members. Vaxxed do not need to take similar precautions. So, again, this is just like anything else that Alberta has done in the past. They've brought in something and always start off as it not being mandatory for you. But eventually, this is going to be enforced. They're going to limit your ability to gather as an undisclosed vaccine status person. I believe incentives for people over 17 years old to get a shot starting immediately um, will get a pre-filled debit card with a hundred dollars. So that is coercion. 
she makes that point as well on here. That is coercion. And so it is illegal to do that. 20 million in our tax dollars are going to get the debit card incentive. So it's a pre-filled debit card, sorry. They're going to get that incentive for people to get pricked. Hinshaw was voice only, apparently. I thought I thought I saw her. I'm so I I wasn't really paying attention to the video actually. Um. Yeah, there, there is something really weird. Uh, sorry, guys. Tammy is just saying on her post that there is something really weird about them not showing her. I agree. So, Doctor Yu said surgeries and procedures will be postponed thirty to sixty percent, and so. What is really interesting about it being uh, postponed is what they're doing is they're saying because of so many unvaccinated people filling up the medical rooms for being sick, they are going to be delaying more surgeries. So now when someone is mad that surgeries were delayed, they'll be blaming you, the undisclosed vaccine status person. Okay, so someone says... Someone says Hinshaw was on the video. I saw her. Jamie, how's it going, man? Someone says that they saw Hinshaw on the video. I thought she was on the YouTube as well. Maybe it was a Facebook issue. I'm not sure what's what happened there. Um, I'm just going off. I'm just reading through this post. So, you know. So, again, they're going to be using guilt tactics on us to pressure us to disclose our info. And then if it comes back as a negative on the shot, then they will want to pressure us publicly to go in. And so think about that. Now, your vaccinated family members who are Kool-Aid drinkers, if they are Kool-Aid drinkers, will now not want to hang out with you again completely and say this is all your fault you're not allowed to even be limiting your numbers the government has requested that you limit your gatherings and you're not and so they're really trying to stoke up the hatred between between people on the street again and um that is what is going to happen yeah so i'm not sure Maybe if Tammy comes into the chat, she could explain to us what she means by um, by Dina missing from the live feed. Um, guys, so another update. I believe that my job will be in jeopardy soon. So I've limited the, the Bible collecting is going to be done for me. And it has been limited, but not that much if you ask my wife. So I will probably even be selling some soon, some that I know that are uh, very, uh, like, have a really, really high collector rate. Some of those are going to be being parted out because I need to be preparing for the worst, and you need to be preparing for the worst. Um, It just is what it is. They're going to come for your jobs they're going to come for your ability to gather with your loved ones they're going to make your loved ones hate you even more and it really does the more this unfolds the more it is (laughs) the undisclosed vaccine status people are going to be treated 
just like the way that Jesus said that Christians would be treated. Your own families will hate you. It's a weird phenomenon. It, it is a it is a bizarre phenomenon. Um that it is that it is the persecution that is coming towards these people is very much like the persecution that is promised to Christians. And so I would say if you are fighting this freedom fight and you're still not a believer in Christ, you should be because you're going to face condemnation from all these people that hate you and the pressures of the world and you don't have Christ as your foundation. And so you need Christ as your foundation to keep fighting this fight. That's all there is to it. And if you're vaccinated and a Christian, I understand that you exist. I, uh, and I know that there are plenty of vaccinated people that think it should not be mandatory. And I'm thankful for you. If you're out there listening, I really am thankful, but guys, this is, this is getting crazy. What are, what are we going to do? Yeah. You know, Sylvia says, Jesus needs to come. I'm tired. I understand. Jesus says, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden. I will give you rest. And so I am, do not depend on a pre-tribulational rapture, uh, to give you rest. Don't, don't, don't rely on that. Um, I, I believe that, uh, I, I know a lot of people don't, but I actually do believe that is, is part of the Bible, but not to get into an eschatology debate. My point is don't put your hope in that. Put your hope in the salvation of Christ. You have peace right now as a believer in Christ. <laughs> okay. You have the ability to believe and have peace right now. And if you are in Christ you need to have peace. And so one thing I've done today that I neglected to bring up immediately is I am wearing the most cheerful shirt I could find because I was like, I gotta, I gotta brighten the mood here in some, some way. So I am wearing the most ridiculous party shirt I have. It is themed after a Mexican blanket and I love it very much. People are planning on going off grid. I understand that for sure. There's a long there's a long message here I didn't see. Oh, it's Carrie. Hi, Carrie. She is quoting 1 Peter 4, 12 to 14 for us. We're just going to throw it up there on the screen. Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice insofar as you share Christ's sufferings, that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. If you are insul insults insulated, if you are insulted for the name of Christ, you're blessed because the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. Come down, Lord. Come down, Lord. I thought that that was part of the text, and I was like, that that doesn't sound right. <laughs> so, guys, look at this though. What's important about that is that is not a promise for everybody who's being persecuted about everything. We must make sure that our persecution is because we are believers. Uh, first and foremost, your persecution must be because you're a believer. Oh, I should drop my camera so it doesn't always look like my eyes are closed. Jamie says, we are God's soldiers. Paula loves my shirt. It's the first thing she noticed. Thanks, Paula. I appreciate it. So, 
listen, what are you going to do? What are you going to do now? You know, I tried to be positive. I tried to... Hmm, oh, I don't want to lose my mic. It might fall off. That would be bad. What are you going to do now? What are you going to do? It's going to get worse and worse. They're going to put pressure on us. There are giant crowds. There are 100,000 people protests in Australia, and they don't care. They keep coming harder. They're using implements on people. They're spraying them with pepper spray, pepper balls, things like that, smoke balls, smoke bullets, you know, all kinds of stuff. What are we going to do? We're going to stand up and fight, sure, someone said, but... (sighs) What are you going to do? We have to stand up and fight, right? But what does that look like? That looks like going out and declaring that you have inalienable human rights from God and they are violating a fellow image bearer of God. It can't be this raw, raw political stuff. That's it. That's over. You know, it's funny because I don't have a category to put this video into in, onto YouTube, but it is political. Or uh, that's the only category it fits into. It's not political uh, is what I mean. But that's the only category it fits into because I'm talking about political things. But this is not a political b- battle. This is a war where one group is trying to violate the rights of their fellow image bearers. And so one thing you're going to have to realize, your body is a gift from God and you are supposed to be a steward of it. And no other person can come in and dictate to you what you can put in your body. That is why molestation is wrong. That is why rape is wrong. That is why those things are wrong because God is not a molester of people. And that is why it is wrong. And so it doesn't matter what any government body says. It doesn't matter if they say, oh, private businesses can ban you. They're wrong. They're all wrong. I mean, even just under Canadian law, that's not true. Um, I think it's called actionforcanada.com. You can go there. If someone has the link, uh, maybe. There's a letter from Rocco Galati that you can present to your employers. Um, that informs them that they will be held liable for any hardship that comes to you. Any hardship. Uh, it doesn't do anything other than inform them that you're going to hold them liable and they've received a warning. But this is getting wild. Forced injection or co- or coerced injection uh, injection equals assault in Canadian law. Because something that you don't want is being put into your body. Yeah, so even even, even from a, uh, just looking at the Canadian law, we know that what they're doing is illegal. And they're wheeling out reporters on CBC, uh, or um, uh, lawyers on CBC and saying, no, no, it's totally legal for private businesses to enforce COVID or vaccine mandates on you. No, it's not. And even if it is legal, it's pure evil. 
and you need to stand your ground and be willing to lose everything for this fight. You have to. So obviously if anything I'm sounding saying sounds like legal advice, I am not giving out legal advice. I just want to clarify. I can't, I can't do that. Right. So I do want to show you something that came into my pop-up. I was going to pull up the Alberta, uh, your Alberta video, um, just in case I needed it, but I did find something else and I want us to watch this video. It's Jason Kenny talking to a lottery winner who won the vaccine lottery. And she even has a little cry at some point. Cause I'm pretty sure she says what I'm worried about is the littles. Um, you will have a millstone tied around your neck because you use the littles as your excuse to push this. So she obviously loves the vaccine. Lottery. She didn't need a lottery to win. She didn't need a lottery to, to get a vaccine. That is for 100% sure. Um, yeah, uh, Mad Max says it's our duty to resist. And if you are still holding out on who has your back in this, Maxime Bernier has been the most vocal political party leader against this stuff. Derek Sloan is a close second or tied for first. Obviously, he doesn't have a party in this election. He can't. And so he may be an option later. I don't know, but... One thing I can say is I have not seen much about the Maverick party being vocal. I don't, I'm not voting for an Alberta separatist party that wants to, or sorry, a Western separatist party that will have basically similar economic policies and climate policies as the conservative party. I'm that, that has no sway for me. Maxime Bernier is the only one standing up for this. He's the only one. Yeah. Wow, Stacy, that is savage. I don't. <laughs> okay, hold on. Uh, John says, I dig the Devin content, but when it comes to the blanket shirt, I'm still on the fence. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Um, the law. Wow. The lottery is just like silver that Judas received. The guilt killed him. Well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I think there could be some people that are going to feel like that for sure. Uh, sorry, I'm just moving something with my foot here. I think there's going to be people that feel like that after they take it. Um, I wish that I could disclose, disclose what my employer is offering me. Uh, but I can't, uh, it's not there yet, but I wish that I could talk about it cause it is truly unbelievable. It is unbelievable what they're offering us. So, oh, Melissa, Melissa says, I'm so rat, I'm mad right now. After watching the replay of that live from the government, I just cannot believe the comments. Oh, the people urging, I'm assuming you accidentally, um, <clears throat> I'm assuming you accidentally uh, ended your comment there, but urging for vaccine passports, lots of urging for vaccine passports and really harsh restrictions on the undisclosed people. Remember guys, it's going to be important out there. Do not disclose. You don't disclose. It's not about that. It's not about anything. You just say, I refuse to disclose that info. It is 
private medical information. You know, that's really interesting, Stacy. So that's true. <clears throat> um. Oh my goodness, man. Oh my goodness. Sorry, I can't keep up with everything. I might have to do another one tonight. I don't know. <clears throat> you know, I wanted to cover some 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 other arguments, but those things seem less important, but also we should not just be swayed to just chase things. We should keep living our lives too, right? We have a life to live. We're going to be in ghettos or something soon, and we'll all get to be together. Hopefully I can hide one of my nice premium Bibles and sneak it in there so I have something, uh, a Bible to read. Don't down people who don't want the needles. Some employers are offering cash per shot. Wow. Uh, these are just comments, as you can see. People are saying. The people saying that unvaxxed... Oh, where'd it go? There's so many judging because the government has conditioned them to. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'm getting a message from someone. Uh, Clifford has sent me a funny picture. I will be using this as a post later for sure. Oh, wow. Okay, so I've got some dead space here. I'm sorry, guys. So anyway, <clears throat> we're not going to do that video again, but we are going to do this one. I'm sorry. Ah! If you don't know, I just brought up the face of our dear leader, and it was a little bit traumatizing. So this is two, from two days ago. You'll notice if you watch the video that he has gotten a serious dye job since then. So he's looking pretty good. Actually, I might have to stop the sharing. Because I'm not sure if I shared the audio originally. I'm going to just do the whole thing and make sure. There it is. And we're back. <sighs> okay, guys. So this is him congratulating a vaccine lottery winner. Hi there. How are you? Good. How are you? Very good. Nice to meet you. You as well. Congratulations. You're a millionaire. <laughs> it's crazy. Is your soul worth it? Oh, I'm lagging. Let's check our network. And of course, I'm on the wrong network. There we go. Oh, no, no, that's not. Hope that that didn't affect anything. All right. Get angry. Don't hate him. It's, you know, I understand the desire to dislike him. Sorry, I was just checking my movement there. Anyway, guys, let's, let's continue. <laughs> Can you believe it? When did you get the news? Uh, driving home from work. Oh, wow. I'm sorry, guys. It is not. It's lagging. I probably had it loaded. You know what? We're going to just restart the video. Hi there. How are you? Good. How are you? Very good. Nice to meet you.
Oh, man, I'm sorry, guys. It's lagging really hard here. I'm going to refresh. Hi there, how are you? There we go. Good, how are you? Very good. <sighs> yeah. We're just having a technical difficulty. Hopefully, it doesn't... Uh, doesn't take too long to fix. See, computer even dislikes him. Ah, oh, thank you for being hilarious. Well, Pamela, while we're just kind of trying to see if this will play in a couple seconds, I do have an interesting topic of discussion. Uh, I have been told that what I should do is organize a shopping event. And we would all just go shopping somewhere in Edmonton and walk in at the same time. Um, it might be a good idea. So Pamela asks, Devin, you should do a meetup with us people so that we can feel like we're not alone in this insanity. It would be nice to all talk together. I know it definitely would. I wonder where we could meet in Edmonton. I wonder where we could meet and what day would be a good day. All right, guys, let's try and get our video going again here. Nice to meet you. You as well. Congratulations. You're a million. Really? Hi there. How are you? Good. How are you? Okay. I'm just going to... Oh, wow, I just clicked on my own live stream. Great. Like an idiot. Um, okay. So we've got some serious, serious technical difficulties going here. <sighs> I'm going to hide that for a minute, and we're going to try and fix it real quick. <sighs> Hey, two are watching me on YouTube. Wow. So the YouTube viewership is pretty low. <clears throat> okay. Jason Kenny. Lottery winner. There it is. Let's see how it goes this time. Wow. It's literally won't let me play this video. It's crazy. Uh, I can't, I can't even, I don't know what's happening here. It's wild. Yes, we could meet at the ledge because it's protected, but realistically everywhere should technically follow the same rules as long as it's public property, not private. Hmm. Wow, man, this is truly frustrating. Okay, that's enough of this garbage. I thought for sure that switching the network would uh, fix it, but let's try. <gasps> let's try go to this one.
censorship starting with the video. Who knows? Screen, I understand. Let's go. This is some serious content. Even my mom gives me a hard time about this stuff. So, we are going to see how it rolls out this time. It's probably just my internet connection. So. Hi there, how are you? Good, how are you? Very good. Nice. Yeah, no, it, it, it gets messed up in the same spot every time. So, well guys, I'm going to copy the link and post it into the chat because I want everyone to go watch this video that will not play for me. So, um, and then I am going to close that completely. <sighs> and I'm going to change my network back to my fast one. Uh, so I don't know why It is what it is. He congratulates her on winning and becoming a millionaire. And then he asks her why everyone should get the shot. And she cries a little bit and says that it's about protecting the littles, which is ridiculous because the kids are the least affected. The kids are the least affected by the Delta variant and it's a giant emotional manipulation ploy. And I'm sure the reason they like that video is because she broke down and started crying. So everything is to emotionally manipulate you. This is, do not get it twisted. This is just like in Nazi Germany when Nazi leadership would wheel out children to cry in front of you about gun safety and all these things. So they could take away your rights. This lady's tears are being used to destroy your life. Make no bones about it. Make no bones about it at all. It is about destroying your life. They want you to submit. They want you to kneel. And they want you to comply. And they want you to deny your maker. Um, I mean, just as a side note, that part's probably not maybe not part of the vaccine agenda, but they definitely do want you to deny your maker. At one point, he even said, for the love of God, just go get vaccinated, which deeply offended me. Deeply. Why is it that they don't care about natural immunity? The science says that it's even better than the shot. So he actually even brought up natural immunity today. He says in that video, at one point during one of the questions, that, the reason we're not imposing the kinds of restrictions we were are for many reasons, obviously, but for one, uh, one of them, one of them is because, how did he put it? One of them is because natural immunity is helping. Um, but he never says, oh, those people don't need to get vaccinated. None of that. If you have natural immunity, go get vaccinated anyway. There we go. Here it is. Someone found it for me. Thank you, Leanne. This is what I'm talking about. Go to actionforcanada.ca and download their notice of liability form. JCCF has one as well. It applies to you and serve it to your employers, schools, etc. You do, you do not need to divulge your medical status to anyone. 
do not respond. Should they try to enforce or fire you, then they are extorting you. Then you can sue them, find like-minded co-workers and serve them together or form a lawsuit against them together. If you comply to any of this, you are giving them control and then you have given them the upper hand over you. Hashtag just say no. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, Melissa says, I commented and told them to take the $100 and I'm not sure if that was supposed to be a swear word, but I'm going to stop reading it. I'm not totally sure what it means, but I'm not going to finish the sentence. <clears throat> so guys, what, what can we do? Um, what can we, uh, what can we look towards for hope here? Right? Fix. Ah, good. <laughs> of course I would think the worst thing possible. I'm sorry. I am sorry, Melissa. So it's... I. Oh, man. It says she wanted to say, I commented and told them to take the $100 and fix the healthcare system. Of course that's what you meant. Of course there was no swear words. I am so sorry, Melissa. Okay. Um, It's all blame game. Exactly. So you can see what people are saying. 70% is vaxxed. Wasn't that their magic number? Well, no. See, so the information changed. That's how they worded it, right? Dina said the same thing. Well, now the information's changed, so it's not endemic because now the Delta's here and it's not doing what they thought it was going to do and it's worse. So we have to go back. Bam. Done. They just justify it like that and it's over. Game over. It's justified. Shut your mouths. Do what you're told again. If you're unvaxxed, please stop hanging out. We're not going to enforce it, but please could you just not hang out with people until you're vaccinated because everything they're doing is still talking to us like we're lazy and not convicted. You are lazy. Maybe you're poor. That's all it is. They're 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 still giving uh, us the benefit of the doubt, as it were, that we don't want it. We don't want to disclose our medical information, so to speak. They're still just assuming that you're just a loser, basically. Um, and you just haven't really gotten around to it or something, right? That's all it is. So, there you go. Um, yeah, so they're trying to they're trying to make it seem like they're not going to bring in the vax the vax port system. Um, and they're leaving it up to private businesses to punish people, which is also illegal. Don't get it twisted. A private business cannot ban you for not presenting medical information. It is massively illegal and horrendous that they're saying that it's not illegal. It is illegal. So, um, but what they're doing is they're setting the stage so they can say, look, we tried. It's the same thing as always with the Alberta government. They're the smartest government. They are. They are the smartest government um, with being able to bring in restrictions because they always go, look, we don't want to do that. We're trying to just do it nicely first. And, and, and don't, 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 don't make us go there. Hopefully the numbers get down and we don't have to do anything else. We know exactly what's going to happen and we don't care.
And I should go get antibody testing. Yes, there is antibody testing clinics. I've been told that it doesn't show up on the test if it's been in your system for too long. Like if it's too long since you had had the virus. Um, but yeah, so check it out. Oh, people are not happy. Wow. So guys, now I would just say, I do have a Bible here. Um, I was reading, uh, I was reading through my reading plan today and, um, there's a scene in, in Ezekiel where the angels come down again, cherubim come down and God is speaking to Ezekiel and Ezekiel is finding out that God is going to punish all the evildoers in, in, in Israel, all these wicked Jewish leaders and right, um, right when all, sorry, um, he ha- he sees someone die in front of him, basically, uh, one of the evil rulers. And he breaks down and he says, right here, so it says this, in Ezekiel eleven thirteen. Now it came about as I prophesied that Pel- Palatia, son of Benaiah, died. Then I fell on my face and cried out with a loud voice and said, Alas, Lord God, will you bring the remnant of Israel to a complete end? And so... Ezekiel is worried that God is going to not fulfill his promise to Israel and purge the remnant of Israel. Um, and this Palatia, son of Benaiah, was an evil ruler, and so he died, and God punished him. Um, I will talk about the mark of the beast uh, after. I will, I'll, I'll, I'll answer that. I just don't want to get distracted. So, Ezekiel breaks down and cries out to the Lord and says, will you get rid of all of us? And God says, it says this, then the word of the Lord came to me saying, son of man, your brothers, your relatives, your fellow exiles and the whole house of Israel, all of them are those to whom the inhabitants of Jerusalem have said, go far from the Lord. This land has been given us as a possession therefore say thus says the lord god though i had removed them far away among the nations and though i had scattered them among the countries yet i was a sanctuary for them a little while in the countries where they had gone so god is looking after the jews even though they are scattered Thus says the Lord God, I will gather you from the peoples and assemble you out of the countries among which you have been scattered, and I will give you the land of Israel. When they come there, they will remove all its detestable things and all its abominations from it, and I will give them one heart and put a new spirit within them, and I will take the heart of stone out of their flesh and give them a heart of flesh. And so... Israel was gathered together and they did purge a lot of their paganism when they were gathered back. But the nation of Israel has yet to receive this spirit 
and this heart of flesh. And so what is interesting? Oh, wow. Oh, man, I cannot wait to read this. I'm just going to put this comment up while I'm talking. Thank you. So I'll read this comment after as well. So what's important here is this. Oh, it keeps, I'm sorry, it keeps getting better, right? So as it goes on, verse 20, uh, verse 19 is, I will give them one heart and put a new spirit within them. And I will take the heart of stone out of their flesh and give them a heart of, uh, a heart of flesh that they may walk in my statutes and keep my ordinances and do them. Then they will be my people and I shall be their God. But as for those whose hearts go after their detestable things and abominations, I will bring their conduct down on their heads, declares the Lord God. Then the cherubim lifted up their wings with the wheels beside them, and the glory of the, of the God of Israel hovered over them. I uh, probably didn't need to read that last verse, but again, we have another they will be my people and I will be their God verse, which we've been seeing comes up a lot in the Old Testament. If you follow, if you follow this live stream, podcast, whatever, you'll know that I've been talking about these verses a lot because they just keep coming up through the Old Testament. I will be your people or they will be my people. I will be their God. And, um, and then he will punish those who go after detestable things. So what we need to understand is this promise was for Israel, but it has been opened up to everyone. And so that spirit, that spirit that you, that, that is promised to them is the spirit that dwells in you when you repent of your sin and you turn to Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. And I'm going to read this right now because it's relevant. There's an ex-Muslim who has commented on my post. And he says, bro, I'm an ex-Muslim and I just want to say thanks to Lord Jesus. All he said is coming to pass. And I'm so glad and happy for all my brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. Please put your heads up and thank the Lord because he is coming. Amen. Thanks for saying that, man. Thank you for the encouragement. So that spirit that is promised to Israel, you must repent of your sin and turn to Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. And that spirit will dwell in you and he will grant you peace. And then he will be your God and you will be his people. He is going to call Israel back, but what is more important today is that is he calling you ask yourself is he calling me if you do not believe this if you do not believe what's happening ask yourself why not has god called you has god brought you to the throne so you can kneel and turn to him and worship him and love him if he hasn't Ask him to do that. Open your heart up and pray that God would come into your life, that he would spare you from your sin, that he would, that you would be one of those 
who, whom he has died for. Jesus Christ died for all those who would believe on him. His death brings us our salvation. And you need that right now. You do. If you don't have that, I hate to tell you this. I don't hate to tell you this. I'd love to tell you this. You need that. You need salvation. You need Jesus Christ. You do. It is what it is. There is no other way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father but by me. That is it. You do not come to the Father. You do not come to God through any other way. Broad is the path that leads to destruction, and narrow is the gate that leads to eternal life. And I probably misquoted the last part of that verse. <sighs> Hello, Dan. Dan says, hi. Stacy says, without Jesus slash salvation, you have nothing. And here is the problem, my friends. There are many that claim to have Jesus. There are many that claim to follow Christ. But Jesus tells many people on the day of judgment that they were not his faithful workers and that they will they must depart him. You may turn to Jesus and say, Lord, Lord, did I not do many good works in your name? And he will say, depart from me. I never knew you. Why? Because you were trying to earn your own salvation. And so if you believe on Christ and you add works, you are adding to the salvation that Christ has promised. You are adding to the salvation that Christ has given and your salvation is worthless. You do not have it. If you believe you can earn your salvation, you can't. You're a loser. You are. You've done terrible things. You don't get to murder someone and then tell the judge, but all the, but the rest of the time, I'm a pretty good person. You don't get to say that. God doesn't care. You're a murderer. But what he has granted you is this, is that his son steps in and pays the price and says, Father, Father, who is the judge of this man? Put his punishment on me instead. All you must do is believe. And even that belief is a gift from God. And when you believe, you will turn from your sin. You will hate your sin. You will want to be a different person. And quite frankly, you will not even be able to be the same person anymore. It will change you. It will change your life. It will change everything about you. Your friends will think you're a weirdo. Your friends will not know you anymore. Your girlfriend will not know you anymore. Right? Your loved ones will think you've lost your mind. Similar to when Jesus' mother and brothers came to him and they thought he had lost his mind. And he said, my mother and brothers and sisters are those whom believe in me and again that might be a slight misquote this is all coming off the top of my head but the point is is that jesus jesus said that those who believe in him those who follow him are his family and that's how i feel my family are those who believe on christ that's it end of story that's it it is what it is my real family is my family in Christ. 
And I love my related family, my familial family. And a lot of the people on my side of the family agree with me about all these things that are happening, which I love. Um, but yeah, you, you must, to be part of God's family, you must do this one thing, which is believe that his blood is sufficient for you to cover your sins. And so this is not about being in the same family as me or something. This is not about being a team with me. This is God's family. It says that you are adopted when you believe that you are adopted into God's family. Because when you're born, you are of your father, the devil. You are born dead in your sins and trespasses, as Romans 3 says. What is Romans 3? For all, no, Romans 3, 23 is for all of sin and fall short of the glory of God. Sorry. I'm getting too into it, you know? Um, oh, Stacy says something intense here. Let's bring it up. Stacy says, you can't do good works to work your way into heaven. You will learn on day of judgment that you've wasted your time and life. You will have eternity, but in hell. Get Jesus before it is too late. Blunt, but true. Yeah, that is the truth of the matter. So, guys, I, you know what? It's only 50 minutes in. I've got time. I'm going to deal with this issue. I have seen some serious, petty and trivial arguments coming up again about which Bible translation to use. I was even, I would say, insulted for recommending the New Living Translation to someone, but it's in the context of someone who doesn't speak English as their first language. I believe we could prove that if we went through my videos. I don't like the New Living Translation. I don't think it's great. I don't want to put it into people's hands, but I have less terrible feelings about it than I used to. But I don't think it's great. We need to stop fighting over these issues. When someone in your strongly conservative new ch like church comes in and they're new and they have a marked up NIV Bible, you don't need to get on that right away. You know, they're going to listen to what your pastor's preaching from and go, hey, you know, that is different in a lot of places. That's interesting. Whether it's the King James Version or the NASB or the ESV, there are going to be translational differences, right? But I have been seeing the a resurgence in arguments close to me of uh, people talking about, oh, this Bible's hiding verses. This Bible is subtracting verses. The, all the modern translations ruin the ending of the Lord's Prayer. Those are all presuppositions that come loaded with intent, right? Even saying that the people doing that could be agents of Satan. And there are corrupt Bible translations. Obviously, the obvious and most straightforward ones are the New World Translation, which is the Jehovah Witnesses Translation, which is deliberately trying to hide the deity of Christ, right? So there are perverted Bible translations. But by and large, English translations are trying to do a faithful job of translating the text that we have. Um, 
and looking at all the information presented. So I'll actually, I'm going to give you guys a fairly good example. Um, I, I, I've, so I, I won't use the new, the King James version on here. I'm, I have a new King James version because generally speaking, it keeps in all of the same text choices, as the KJV, but I just want to read from that. And, uh, Hopefully, I, I wasn't going to do this, so I need to be able to find this quick. Um, oh, is in Matthew. And I hope that I can find it really quick. <laughs> I think it's Matthew 20. And like uh, these things, these things should not freak us out. They're really like, they're really awesome things. Um, these textual variants they're called are really interesting. And they actually prove that the Bible has been preserved very well. Um, but I just need to find the section. And I'm sorry that I didn't do a good job of getting there right away. But maybe what I can do... Ah, uh, yes. Um, oh, not yet. Not yet. Oh, I'm in Mark now. Great. Okay. Come on. Come on. Mm -mm -mm. Okay, so 1038 Matthew 26. So, and again, Albert Friesen says New Testament reliability by James White. Look it up. Yeah, so the people that don't like this stuff, they really have a dislike for James White. They'll and I'm not going to openly talk about who he is or anything because he's a nice guy, good dude, wants to defend the 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 the, the sanctity of the Bible. Um, but basically, I was brushed off as just saying, "Oh, that's a uh, that's a that's a James White argument," and it's like, yeah, it's called they're called facts. Um, oh man, yes. Where is it? No. I'm sorry, guys. This is pathetic. Um, so in Mark 10, Matthew 26, 39. Okay, Matthew 26, 39. No, what? It's not. No, that's not it. Why not? Why isn't it it? Um, D, 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 D. I'm just looking at references. Oh my goodness. Seriously? Okay. Um, hold on. Teacher. I know the dead airspace is like really great, so. Mm. Okay, keeps finding. Oh. 
Uh, yes. Here we go. Matthew 20. So, I had to look it up on my cell phone. Sorry. Matthew 20. Uh, 20. So, here is just a, 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 pl a plain example of the standard textual variant. Where, it, you know, someone's going to get accused of hiding something or striking it from the text of the KJV and trying to hide it from you. Okay. Um, but there's usually an alternate explanation. It's not everyone's just going around doing the work of Satan. Okay. So in Matthew 20, 20, it says, then the mother of Zebedee's sons came to him with her sons kneeling down and asking something from him. And he said to her, what do you wish? She said to him, grant these two sons of mine may sit one on your right hand and the other on the left in your kingdom. But Jesus answered and said, you do not know what you ask. Are you able to drink the cup that I am about to drink? Now here's the variant and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with. And they said, we are able. So the variant there is and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with. So, what it says in my little notes here, because the New King James Version has the most text notes, most textual variant notes. So, uh, actually, the Berean Study Bible has a lot. And now the NET Bible has tons of information. It'll have tons of textual criticism information in the notes. Not a big fan of the actual translation, but the notes are what you're going to buy the NET for. N-E-T. Okay? So, it says this. N-U omits and be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with. So, there's this agenda to hide that, is, is what we're being told sometimes. Uh, I'm not sure what if, if they would say that with this specific verse. But what's interesting is, this is also in Mark 10. Okay, Mark 10 says, and be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with. So, is it possible that Mark originally wrote that, but Matthew didn't? And so, we have these really old manuscripts that don't have that in there. And, um, uh, sorry, I got distracted. And so, basically, these textual variants are nothing to fear. Um, and again, I would actually do exactly what my friend Albert's saying here and look up New Testament reliability by James White or even read the King James Only Controversy, which is a little bit directed specifically at that stuff. But so what am, what am I to do with this missing verse, this missing section of a verse and be baptized uh, and be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with? Well, let's go to Mark 10, 30. I believe, oh, whoops, wrong way. Mm. So again, here, this is not um, John and uh, James's mother this time. It's them asking. So it's a different, it's probably a different event even maybe. So, which I'm not, I don't know what the argument is on that. I'm just saying that because in Matthew, this story is the mother comes up 
And in this one, the sons come up without the mother. And it says, Then James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to him, saying, Teacher, we want you to do whatever we ask. And he said to them, What do you want me to do for you? They said to him, Grant us that we may sit, one on your right hand and one on your left, in glory. But Jesus said to them, You do not know what you ask. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? So, boom, there's no meaningful... There's no meaningful textual variant there, okay? Um, in, 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 in Mark. So what often will happen is they believe scribes would copy Matthew. They'd get your, they'd copy Mark for, we'll use Mark first. Maybe you're an expert at Mark. Maybe you just read Mark. You know what Mark says. You know this account. Now you're copying Matthew and you're writing this same story, but in this, in the next story in Matthew 2020, it's the mother. And Jesus, in this, in this copy that you have of Matthew, it doesn't say, and be baptized with the baptism I'm baptized with. It's not there. But you know the story from Mark. And you go, well, I'll be safe rather than sorry. And you put it in the text. Now the next person copies it with that in the text. It's not malicious. It's not evil. It's not an evil agenda to hide Bible verses. These kinds of arguments are unfair to the people that were writing these manuscripts and the people that do textual criticism. Sometimes they even key on the term criticism and say that's bad because you're criticizing the text. So I know a lot of people have dropped off by now, but I do want to deal with more of these things. But what I'm trying to say is this stuff right now, fighting about this kind of stuff is very petty. I wanted to show you, I wanted to show you what's in the text it's not missing in, in, in if you open up an nasb or an esv that section is missing in matthew 20 but it's not missing in mark 10 35 and so why if there was an agenda to re remove it from the bible would they not just do that to the both sections right now i've got more this isn't this is more of just a standard text type argument that's really interesting um, there are really, really cool ones, uh, in the KJV text that I love to show people cause it's interesting. This doesn't, but I would say that it is an error. There's an issue with the translation in spots, just as there's an issue with the translations in the new King James version somewhere. There's something I take issue with in the NASB. I, I, the, um, it translates a word in the Old Testament about striking a baby so that the baby may come or the baby may be miscarried and then you would pay a fine. But the literal is the baby comes out. And so people have actually made the argument that God doesn't treat babies like humans in the womb because if you kill a human, they get the death penalty. But this caused a miscarriage. And so therefore, um, when you pay a fine, it's not equal. But the literal is the baby comes out. So you're, I would actually say that the NASB has misconstrued that a little and probably not deliberately. It's not like there's some evil agenda there. I, I, I don't assume the worst of everybody on translating committees, right? That's not smart. But what is there 
is a, a translation that I go, I'm not sure if that makes sense. I've heard John MacArthur even explain that verse and say, look, something, something weird there. There's something the literal is come out of. And so the baby's not dying is the argument. Um, whereas if you read it in the NASB and you don't know the context, you're like, oh, wow, caused a, a stillborn or a miscarriage. And it's not met with the death penalty. So it's different, right? It's not. It means to come out of. So that's just a good example. I don't know the verse. Sorry. It's an unplanned event that I'm talking about that verse. But you get my point. There's these things. There's issues in every translation. And you're going to learn those as you study the Bible. It's amazing. Every, All the major literal translations and some of these slightly less literal translations are trying to do the job of teaching you the Bible so that you can read it in English. You have nothing to fear from most Bible translations. Even the NIV with its gender-neutral stuff, although I don't like it, I'm not just going to slap it out of someone's hands. You know what I mean? I I want them to get a better translation. I want them to get a more literal translation, but I'm not going to fight with you if you want to use the niv let's look at some texts together and i'll show you some stuff that i don't like but as soon as you're turning it into this is a perversion the bible's been attacked by satan and there's only one good version you can use or one greek text based on it that you can use that's not that's not accurate god has preserved his word in an amazing way And we should look at these textual variants and rejoice because they're amazing. They show that the Bible has been preserved. And what we have is a puzzle with too many pieces. That's a James White explanation. I am unashamedly telling you to go watch his stuff on New Testament reliability. It has been a help to me since the day I became a believer and found him on YouTube. And, um, yeah. So you can trust your Bible. You can trust your literal translation or even your slightly less literal translation. You can trust a plethora of translations. And guess what? We are spoiled rotten with our English translations. Compare them. It's amazing. You can just get an app and go, oh, that verse is weird. I'm not sure if it says what what the translators are saying. And you can go read it in 200 other translations on one website. Go read it. Study it. Learn it argue your point it's fun it's awesome debate it show show that there's something up with that text but don't just do assassination attempts of everybody who thinks that the text of the bible is slightly different than you again it's an amazing thing and so with that my friends i will be getting into more of this kind of kjv only type stuff i believe as the weeks go on but i wow the stream just tanked guys uh there's only eight of you watching currently but if you could please support resistance coffee company use my code it 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 supports me it supports them they have a new hilarious shirt join the shezistance they're massive, massive Maxime Bernier supporters. You can get a purple defund the CBC shirt now in Mad Max purple, we're calling it, I think, is what they're calling it. <clears throat> and, guys, um, 
Uh, I don't want this to sound like I'm begging or something, but I am putting out content that you come to watch, and uh, I believe that my career is in jeopardy. So if you could support me, if you could fund my my work, um, I am now just stockpiling as much money as I can and trying to be as cheap as possible for the next while. Um, so if you want to support me, you can click the link in the description of this video and you can you can donate through Streamlabs or you can message me privately. I'm okay with you supporting the Streamlabs thing. It fills up my little chart at the bottom. Let's do this. It fills up my little chart at the bottom. And yeah, thank you for your continued support. Um, just pray. Pray that your friends would be saved through this. Pray for protection from all this evil and wickedness. Turn to the Lord, for he is good, and he will guide you through this. And when you're reading the Bible, say, Lord, teach me your word. Teach me why there's differences. Show that to me. Guys, we will get through this one way or the other. You are either going to die and go to heaven, or we will persevere through this, and we will have the life experience of showing that we can endure all this evil. All right? And I will close with my hip and cool outro video.